Episode six. Six. Ay. Happy but whining. Ay. Were we happy but? Like to whine. Ay. With a glass of wine in our hand. Who would have fucking thought? You know what? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I, I don't. When I was still in Birmingham, I was at that liquor store in Highlands buying some wine. And there was, like, a homeless guy out there. Mm-hmm. And I can't, like, whatever wine. I had the Snoop Dogg wine. Oh, and yeah. I came outside and I was holding it. And he was like, yo. But he noticed my wine. And he was like, ah. He was like, look. He was like, Snoop, Snoop Dogg wine. I was like, I know, right? Who would have thought? And he, he looked at me and he said, not me. <laughs> <laughs> You remember that? You remember that one time when we went to Black Mark, Market uh, Bar and Grill for brunch? Uh huh. Oh yeah. He's like, and we got Lisa. You. Yeah, we got a whole we got a whole homeless show. <clears throat> it was five points. Yeah, it was it was a showdown of who was the who was the homeless man with the most manners. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, like that was the whole fight. He what what was it about? You can't just be touching women like that. I'm gonna no, call the police. <laughs> tea we're sipping our mimosas like yes king we were like yeah yeah keep yelling at him um, they were like on each other's side of the street too <laughs> like there was no crossing the street they were just gonna <laughs> yell back and forth at each other it was such a good time good old five points oh i mean there's nothing better there really hey, isn't always dinner and a show i'm saying <laughs> i'm saying Oh, Dothan woman arrested 57 charges. Come back here. Hold on. What was that all do? What'd she do? Hold on. 57 things. You said, I'm not just going to do one, motherfucker. Hey, hey, she might as well go all out. (laughs) Okay. After 2021, party resulted. Okay, so it must have been teen drinking. Mm. Let it go. Let her go. Anyway. So I got this thing. Uh, I, I I um now call myself a collector of sorts, and the reason I say that is because I've become that person in the office that probably shouldn't be doing the things that I am doing. But who cares? Like if okay. IT were to ever go through my computer, they would see that I get on Dothan mug shots every <laughs> single day. And, and <laughs> no, yo, I like I literally I save my favorite one, my favorite mug shot, and then I put like. I make them my own memes. So, like, I title them, like, huh? Or, like, what'd you say to me? Like, and then I'll send them to people in my office as, like, responses when they, like, I am me. I just send back my favorite mugshot. And, and <laughs> I'm, like, I'm a collector of mugshots. <laughs> That's what I do. 
you people out there are lame that are like just collecting shot glasses. I collect mug shots. Okay, a mug shot connoisseur. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. I see people that I know on there, and I'm like, ooh, <laughs> you go to <laughs> my gym. Shit, you just send that to them. Airdrop it. You were titled, huh, in my fall. <laughs> <laughs> Whore. Whore. I got one girl, her name's Dorothy. She's doing like a little kissy face as her mugshot. She's like, mm. <laughs> I like Dorothy. She's my favorite to use. I'm okay. like, good morning, Dorothy. Mm. <laughs> Dorothy might be a good time or a bad <laughs> time. <laughs> one day I'm going to slip up and send that shit to my director. Oopsie. <laughs> oh, well. What are you happy to whine about this week? Oh, shit. Um, okay. So I went shopping today. So I'm really happy about that. I got a lot of really, really cute pieces that I do not regret. But I'm whining because they actually took this money out of my account. (laughs) Like, I know that we're exchanging goods for money. But you didn't have to actually take the money. No. I just feel like it's raggedy. You were scammed. Whatever. Absolutely. You know what? It's not whatever. I was scammed. Who do I call <laughs> go call your bank right now. You said that shit. I, that wasn't me. They don't even sound like me. A fitted crop top? Me? No. <laughs> that doesn't even sound right. <laughs> what are you happy to whine about? Um, <laughs> uh, I'm happy that my body is adjusting to. I'm bulking right now in the gym, so I'm. Not like gaining so much weight in such a fast period of time. Like I'm, that's not my goal. But my goal is to gain weight, and then once I get to a point where I feel like I'm strong enough, then I'll I'll lean out and I'll start cutting. Mm-hmm. I love that my body is capable and that I'm healthy enough to bulk. However, I'm sad and I'm whining about my clothes not fitting the way that I want them to right now. <laughs> <laughs> and like I'm wearing these Patagonia shorts that I used to wear last summer when I was rafting all the time. Like oh, I would wear them. The yeah, the well the blue. Uh, no, the blue ones. And purple. They're like up my ass crack right now. Like I didn't realize. Like my ass is munching on these poor Patagonia <laughs> shorts. Like I okay, just baby, feel, I, eat them up. Eat them up. <laughs> I feel bad for these damn shorts. I'm like shit. <laughs> <laughs> People, you have to apologize for your thick honey I'm just like pull. I'm like People are like seeing me pull down my shorts Out of my coochie all the time <laughs> What? I'm like what this is Walmart I can do what I want here It's a real body <laughs> Yeah Yeah exactly absolutely You know but that that's, that's where I'm at right now I'm like damn like I was looking at my mom I was like shit mom I'm like I'm not Deborah. I'm I'm not even I can't fit into any of my 24s anymore. I'm like shit. Girl, this is a struggle. Like I tried to put on, okay, you know those little striped mother shorts I have. Those are like yeah. a true 24. I couldn't pull them up over my ass. Girl, I'm right there with you. Like, I was pulling them up like kind of like jiggly. Like, <laughs> yeah. But Come like on. they really won't go up. Come on. Yeah, and I'm like I like look at myself in the mirror because you know like. Like, you know, going from, like, a freaking stick figure to, like, actually having muscles and, like, wanting to put on weight. 
And I'm like, you're like, this is what a real woman looks like, Katie. You were literally like a rack of ribs, you know, like, <laughs> like a year ago, you were a rack of ribs. So like, hey, shut like the fuck them. up and put the weight on. <laughs> like, you're <laughs> fine. Like, look at these titties. These are the biggest titties you've ever had. <laughs> are you going to learn how to like flex, flex them, you know? Uh, I haven't learned that yet. Right now, I'm just really excited that when I flex my legs, you can see some quads. <laughs> like, I'm just excited about that. I, I'm I'm still learning how to, like, have one ass cheek go up and then the other one. <laughs> I'm still learning that one, too. Like, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we'll make it there, though. We'll make yeah. it. Hey. <laughs> so, um, the wine that I got was because there was a miscommunication with Deborah. She said mm-hmm. that to get Ziffendale, so I got white Ziffendale, and I was I went to the store with my dad, and I was like, man, I already know I'm not gonna, I'm, I already know I'm gonna hate this, and he was like, yeah, you don't like any of that sweet shit, and I was like, yeah, tell that to the men too, and he was like, yeah, <laughs> and I took a sip of this, and I was like, <laughs> I'm like, ugh, ugh. so that's her rating, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like choking on dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's my rating. <laughs> Add ten. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. What about you? What are you? Yeah. What are you drinking? So I got a regular Zinfandel. Um, Looks let me cute. see. Let me taste. Let's see what it's talking about. This is just a Trader Joe's Old Moon. Let's see. Oh, okay. Hmm. Smells spicy. Let's hope it's better than last week. It's good. Oh, good, good. I'm it's happy. good. It's like a, it has like a little bit of, like almost like a spice to it, but it's very smooth. Okay. It's okay, old moon. All right. This was six dollars at Trader Joe's. Go ahead and put y'all on. I would give it honestly. I would give it like a. I'd give it like an eight. Eight and a half out of ten. It's oh, nice. To be fair, to be fair, I did drink a whole Sonic Hard Seltzer before I drank this, so that could be affecting how yeah. you know, like I'm judging things. But whatever, this shit good. Deborah, it's definitely affecting. I mean, I'm I'm not so I'm not like sober as a bird right now, but. <laughs> we did just sing like a collab of all the 2000s, like the oh, songs that we danced to in middle school at the um, Valentine's Day dance or something like all that. All of them, all of them. A little bit of All American Rejects, a little bit of 303, a little bit of Mike Polzna. Do yeah. the Helen Keller and, and talk your hips. hips. That's like, <laughs> like that 303, an amazing uh, lyric, lyric, lyricists. Um, yes. <laughs> Tell your boyfriend if he says he's got beef that I'm a vegetarian. A vegetarian. And I'm not I fucking scared of him. She wants to touch me down. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Ten out of ten. I would yeah. see them. Like I would see them live. I would pay money to see them live. I wonder. Hey, look up if they're torn. This is when we need. I'm like, pretty sure they were. I'm pretty sure there was like a throwback kind of tour thing that was going mm. on. This is like when I'm kind of hoping that Deborah and I like do something with this podcast and you guys keep listening and like 
and and you guys talk about us enough to where we get sponsored so we can then hire somebody where I can be like, hey, look up at 303 is like touring so me and Deborah don't have to. October 22nd through 23rd, Las Vegas Festival Grounds. When we were young. Yeah, that's it. When we were young. Um, oh, yeah. That big tour. So, like, there's going to be Paramore, My Chemical Romance, um, Avril Lavigne, Oh my gosh. That's a like, lot of that's like the All American like Rejects. Oh fuck. Move along, move along like I know you do. Dum, dum, dum. And even when your hope is gone. Yeah. Girl, we might have to go. Wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 303 is gonna be there. Mmm. Okay, I don't know a lot of these names, but oh yeah, well. I mean, what we don't know, we could go and do whatever the hell we want if it's in Las Vegas. Hey. Yeah. Dang, that's that's literally a, uh, that's, li- damn, Deborah, that's a festival targeted to us because that's what we listened to when we were young. When and that makes me feel. So we're dis- no longer young. Is that what they're saying? I don't, Can I don't. to your manager? Right. Right. <laughs> you better get that hair cut right, Karen, because. Mm-mm. We need to speak to a manager, sir. I kind of have a Karen haircut, so I mean, we wouldn't have to do much. No, don't say that. Don't say that. If I like did a hard part and then like tucked it under like a bob in the back, we would be okay. making some serious business. Okay. Okay. Yes. Sure. The hard, like extra deep. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really expose like your highlights. Uh huh. The blonde mixed with brown highlights. Sure, 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 sure. Kate plus eight, that bitch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, I texted Deborah over the week, and not even over the week. Like the courtship came on Wednesday night, and so it comes on. Like the ratings have been so bad, understandably, uh, that it comes on at like ten thirty, eleven o'clock mm-hmm. at night. So I have to watch it on Thursday, but. I texted Deborah and I was like, damn, this show is getting on, getting on my nerves. Like, I'm annoyed. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous at this point. Yeah, I was eating dinner with my mom and she was like, I ain't even listen. I'm not going to listen to this shit. What are they trying to do? What are they trying to do? Are they trying to be Bridgerton right now? And I was like, that's the whole fucking premise, Ma. But and like, she it was, was cute starting out, but now she's just annoying. She's annoying. And a little bit of me is like, oh, maybe she'll like, maybe that kind of... um fakeness like in the way that she acts like uh, oh like i don't know i don't know like it's just it doesn't feel authentic it doesn't it really doesn't and like girl and okay yeah i thought that that would like wear off by now one of the things that i'm really not liking about it like okay they they've already brought up about you know like she has to talk to guys about like being black like you don't have to like i just feel like it's almost like a big point you know like they're trying to force this point across about her having to talk about black struggles and like being black is really hard and she has to make sure that she has the tough conversations about race with guys like she does we don't have to do this that doesn't have to be a big point like if you organically talk about that then like sure that's one thing but for it to be planned 
it made me cringe this episode. Like when her whole family was like, yeah, so we'll split up and we all need to ask the guys, you know, how they would feel about being part of a black family because like, you know, that's a really hard thing. Cause like, it just wasn't organic. Cause it's not like, I just, her family doesn't seem like they're struggling to feel like they really like, that's a forefront. You know? And the way that I took it too a little bit was like, all right, this isn't, this isn't like the 1980s and the 1990s. Like interracial couples are prominent. This isn't something that people like, this is now a very accepted and not only that, but interracial couples are everywhere. No, Like every yeah. single race is intermingled now. Like this isn't something that we're not 40 years in the past. Like, and yeah. I understand them bringing up like maybe more so of like the social points about what's going on in America possibly, but just to, for them to constantly be saying like, how does your family feel about us yeah. being black? That kind of irked me. Cause I'm like, do you, do you believe that every single white family is going to have a problem with your I daughter just, and being like, black? If it, if it was more organic, you know, like if it just like organically came up in a conversation like it did with cones, like that's that's a different thing. But for it to be a planned conversation, it just yeah. it clearly comes across across as planned. Like the producers were like, hey, like since we have a black girl as the head, we really need to hone in on like the whole Black Lives Matter thing. And like black lives do matter. But like we don't have to like we don't have to keep talking about her being black. Like, yeah, she has that's so many, who she is. Like, we don't yeah. have, like, that doesn't actually have to be a constant conversation. Yeah. That's, that's tea for me. Um, and sorry. I can see where you're like, coming from. That's like in the middle of the episode. Like, but, I mean, <laughs> I jump straight into that. But it's fine. I just felt like, I don't know. I just, yeah, I thought that it was pretty forced like too. It. It I didn't like it either. Like, you could tell it was more of a, like the producers were wanted to work that in to hone in like on being inclusive, but I I didn't fucking like it. I didn't like it. So anyway, um, again we don't like we're we're not like in a courtship anymore, so we're just talking shit. Um, the episode started out, you know, the daily tea as usual, and it's throwing the actual daily tea is throwing shade at Lincoln. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like verbatim is talking about Lincoln, and it's like, why? And he's the one that's reading it too. This? Like, why are y'all even entertaining this? And like, she point, is. But like, okay, yes. But like at this point, it's like, I, like I, I think Lincoln should fucking leave if he doesn't want to be there. But like, if I was Lincoln, I was sitting there, and the Daily T is clearly throwing shade at me. Like that wouldn't make me. Like, that's not going to make him be like, you know what? Let me get my shit together. Let me fall in love with her. I think that you're, I think you're underestimating what a narcissist is. I guess that's fair. Because he does keep changing his mind as soon as he feels like a bad person. Well, well, I think it's more so, what am I going to get out of this? How is this going to make me look? What do I want? Um, Like, he even said pretty much in the episode... That, oh, yeah, like, we would see each other on week, weekends, and maybe she'll take, she'll, like, visit me for, like, a week in my van, and maybe I I, maybe that. she'll come see me on weekends. It's me, me, I, I, and 
Yeah. And then and and it's also like he's talking about it like this is his show now too. Yeah, literally, it's just revolving around him at this point, which is so annoying, and it's so annoying for the other guys. And I'm like, y'all, if y'all just want to leave at this point, I would get it, because if I was one of the other guys on there, and she was doing all this for a guy that made it clear that he didn't want to be there and didn't like her, and it made it clear to me, too, and the other guys that he didn't want to be there, it's like, why am I still pursuing this? Yeah, she's just manipulating. yeah. But whatever. So Chapman Lincoln, he like confronts the other guys, tells them that Nicole said that another guy told on him, you know, like saying that he wasn't sure if he wanted to be in a relationship. Uh, Miles owns up to it and Lincoln got upset. But it's like, you can't really get upset. You've been really open about this with all the guys, but not he to said, her. He said, I just thought that this was like bro code. Like this is parlor talk. And it's Sir, sir, you're being a fuckboy to like to a girl that everyone else is trying to get. Yes, they're going to throw you under the bus. Not only that, but dude, you're talking about this on national television. What if you got picked at the end of this? You don't think she's going to see this, bro? That's a fair point. But yeah, you know, whatever. Um, So the date is going to be a carnival and she's discussing with her family, her court at the beginning, you know, like there's five guys left. There's five people in the court. So they're going to split everybody up. So each court member has a person and they're going to like figure more out about them. And this is when I was ranting about how they all decided that they were going to ask all of them about how they felt, you know, like being a part of a black family or like being with a black girl, but like not actually asking anything substantial. Um, but whatever, whatever. It's fine. But I was so annoyed that she gave all the guys to all of her family, you know, to drill them more and see what they're about. But she didn't give Lincoln to somebody to drill him. She took Lincoln. Like, you should have given Lincoln to your dad. You could have given Lincoln to your brother, like, or your mom. Like, because I don't don't think her sister or her friend would have, like, really drilled into him. They would have been like, oh, he's nice. He's cute. But... That, that annoyed me. The one person that really needed drilling, she didn't give them to somebody to drill. Not but. only that, but the one person that is homeless does not have a real job. <laughs> homeless, no mullet. He ain't got nothing going for him. He, ain't got, he don't even got a mullet. Okay? <laughs> he does not have a real job. He is a model. He lives in a van, and he's got a mole fucking cowboy no, no, no. hat tattooed on his shoulder. I don't think he's a model. I think he's. I think he said he was like a singer or like a songwriter. Even worse, <laughs> he's a singer. So fuck that. I'm sorry. Like, my thing is when they were okay. Like, I'm not convinced. I don't think he's a good singer songwriter. Cause you remember at the um, Bacchanal when they all had to write a poem, and his was basic as shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, see, he he just homeless for no reason. It's not like he's, you know, like homeless living in a van because he's like, he's really talented and really pursuing this. I'm not convinced he's talented, but whatever. Whatever. It's fine. So they're at the carnival. There's a psychic there. She's reading the tea leaves. Um, She makes her way, you know. Give me the cup. <laughs> oh, my dear child. <laughs> You've got... The Grim. <laughs> what? What? What's the Grim? 
What? Oh my god. Uh, my favorite was when Ron's like, Harry, you're going to be sad, but you're going to be happy about it. <laughs> so happy. <laughs> She's like, the cup, the cup, give me the cup. Uh, sorry, what I was thinking about. <laughs> sorry, that was a nerd. That was a nerd moment. Um. But, uh, yeah, so she, this teacup psychic reader, like, she, like, goes through the guys one by one, like, Nicole brings the guy at a time, like, first is judge, and, you know, it was just, like, basic, like, oh, he's ready for marriage, but, like, during it, like, I was, like, he's just too, he's, like, too, you know, like, sweet and too, too happy about being married, even though they haven't really talked about anything, um, but then, uh, you know, like, uh, the different family members are getting with the different guys, you know, drilling them. The dad has Danny B because she thinks he needs drilling, but not Lincoln, but whatever. Um, but things go well with Danny B and the dad. The dad decides he likes him now. Um, the mom had cones and that went really well. And mom... Mom said that she thinks that Nicole would be more likely to be happy with him than any of the other guys, which T mm-hmm. like he, he's, he's probably fun. her best, you know, he's, he's funny. He's he fun. hasn't been he's open this whole time. He has been fun every time. Like he's come with her. Nothing but problems, just smiles and laughs. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever. So the psychic interrogates smiles, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's your word for this episode. Whatever. Whatever. I don't even fucking know. I don't fucking know. Um, yeah, so the psychic is with Miles, and she says that, you know, she sees that he's ready for a relationship. And just the way he was talking, I was not convinced. Like, he was like, oh, you know, yay. I, I wasn't convinced. I wasn't convinced. Um, whatever. So, the <laughs> <laughs> psychic is with Danny B and she basically just said that he needs to open up and Danny B like lost his shit because he went into it like this is you know like all this like astrology shit is like fake as fuck you know I'm not convinced and she she said the most basic shit you just really need to open up you know because like nobody's a mind reader and he was like holy fuck how did she know that (laughs) it's just like everyone's reaction to astrology (laughs) Oh yeah, no, I know. Like, <laughs> like uh, I'll never. For- well, honestly though, Deb, when we were in New Orleans for what was, was that your twenty second or your twenty twenty third birthday? I think it was twenty second. When we were there, and I got my palm read by that lady, and she was like, "Yeah, that guy that you're with, it's not gonna work out." And I was like, "No, no, no, you don't. No, 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 no." You she know was like, No, <laughs> she literally was like, "No, like it's not gonna work out." He doesn't. He doesn't even care about what you want. And I was like, No, 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 no! Like, you don't know what you're talking about. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> and then 2022 happened. <laughs> no, it happened in 2021. Who cares? <laughs> I was like, Fuck! <laughs> that bitch was right. <laughs> that stupid psychic bitch. No shit. Fuck! Fuck you, Jackson Square. I'm never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, nobody believes until, you know, shit start happening. 
<laughs> but okay, so uh, the brother Dom, he is assigned to judge. So yeah, I mean, there's no such bond. Like he basically just asked like how he would feel being with a black girl, and like poor judge, he gave like, I mean, he gave as good of an answer as he could, but it was just like a really fucking awkward question, a very surface level question. Like, what the fuck is he supposed to like? What do you think he was gonna say? He's on TV. He's being recorded. What do they really think he's going to say? You know? Like, what do they actually think that any of these guys are going to say? Other than, yes, I'm totally fine with dating a black girl. What they should have been asking was, have you ever said the N-word in your life? Quickly. Be honest. Quickly. Quickly. (laughs) Quickly. Anybody ever told you you got a card because they're wrong? (laughs) Girl, I just, it was just so annoying. But whatever okay so then the psychic is with lincoln and she just says that their relationship's half a heart and they both had completely different understandings of that lincoln's just like like his face it's clear on his face he's like yeah i gotta get out of here <laughs> he's like i'm really i'm said, really not okay <laughs> well, I don't even know. He was he like, said, it's like it's like half a heart, which means like this isn't for me or something. Like he was, that did not convince him at all. It drove thought, him in the opposite direction. Well, I thought that he was like, I'm scared that the psychic is pretty much going to out me. Oh, maybe. Girl, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. But yeah, like, and then Nicole was like, oh my God, I just think that's so beautiful. Her saying that our relationship is half a heart because we both bring our half hearts together and complete each other. And I'm just sitting here like, bitch, you can't see any of his facial expressions. He doesn't want to be there. He does not like like you, girl. He does not like you. Look at his face. He does not. He's so uncomfortable. He just, he just wants to fuck. He even said that in the parlor. He was like, yeah, I think, I think it's more lust that could turn to love for me. And I think that she just loves me. Girl, I just, it's too much. It's too much. But I I was so annoyed. Um, So then it goes, it cuts to Cones. Um, He's having a great time with the mom and it's his turn to you know have his psyche reading and he's so fucking excited he's like yeah i like fucking love astrology which is i i love that i love that so much that he's an astrology king <laughs> yeah he's like hell yeah i'm ready i love shit like this <laughs> um so i mean so he's really excited but then the psychic's basically like y'all don't match on paper but i think y'all would be really good for each other like you would always give her good laughs just like I mean, that's not like necessarily a bad thing, but like I think that made Nicole like draw back. Um, but nah, whatever. So it goes to like I mean the rest of the carnival like they're dancing. Miles is really drunk. Um, oh, Danny duh. B, <laughs> he's fucked up. Danny <laughs> B even had some in him too, girl. Because when Miles Nicole were dr- dancing and. Yeah. <laughs> so Nicole and so everybody kind of like dances after the the like the hard questioning and the the reading the cup reading is done and uh Danny B and Nicole are dancing and Miles comes up and I think he tries to interject in some way and Danny B was like fuck off like like literally literally he says straight up fuck, said off. fuck off like hard as fuck he was not playing shit wasn't sweet and Nicole starts laughing she's like he was so serious and Danny's like well, what do you 
yeah what do you mean like I'm still like go away <laughs> that was so funny I love that <laughs> um so it goes back to Lincoln unfortunately uh Lincoln and Nicole are on the carousel and like he clearly doesn't want to be there but he's still saying sweet shit to Nicole but like not sweet enough to not realize that he doesn't want to be there you know Mm -hmm. He's doing it for camera. And pussy. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, girl, you can see his facial expressions. He does not want to be there. I don't care what he's saying to you. He don't want to be there. But whatever. Whatever. Like, she's, like, looking up at him, like, clearly in love. And he was like, man, she's looking at me like this. Like, she's, like, really in love with me. It's just lust. I think it's just lust, but still sitting there saying all this sweet shit to her. Terrible. Awful. Terrible. So, anyway. um, I mean, after the carousel thing, uh, it's the next day. She has, like, a picnic date with Judge, which is really uneventful. Like, it's sweet, but, like, eh, like uneventful. Um, And then... Nicole, like, talks with Miles for a second, you know, talks about, like, what the future would be. And he's not even sure if he would want to, like, do, like, a boyfriend-girlfriend kind of thing after. Like, he ain't even sure about that. He's like, mm, which is crazy. But he was telling her, so she was like, okay, like, what would the future look like? And he was like, well, you know, like, you could, like, you know, come hang out with me in London Blah, blah, blah. I'm just like super busy so like I probably like couldn't go over there too much but like you can just come hang out in London but you're not even sure if you want to date her but you mm-hmm. expect her to drop her life and come hang out with you in London not your- only that she lives in California that's a very very long flight girl girl so I mean there nothing else happened but then it was just ridiculous um she's she's kind of going out bad um yeah, but, she's an idiot. She's an, she like this is why I'm this is why I'm annoyed. She's a fucking idiot. She's the person that she decides to sleep with, no house, no job, just tattoos and like what? A cute face. Like you've got first of all, you had Charlie, so sweet, loved. You had Dan okay. Hunter who obviously isn't afraid of commitment because he has lived with a woman before. You mm-hmm. And like Deborah even said before, like I hate to say it, but Captain Kim might might have been onto something, because yeah. and then you've got cones and you're letting an astro like a cup reader kind of withdraw you from that. Like she should have she never fucked that dude. Bad. She should have never had sex with um cowboy hat. She should have never done it. Yeah, she should because if she hadn't have, she wouldn't have be she wouldn't be this foggy. Like yeah. Ladies, if you're dating multiple men, like, do whatever you want to do. But it's all about the frame of mind that you're in. Like, if you're looking for somebody to, or if you're looking for a serious relationship and you're dating multiple people in order to find that, do not sleep with multiple, like, do not sleep with one guy and just think, oh, I can f- I can find another guy that's going to blow me out of the water and I'll, I'll just go to him once I find him. Because, no, now that you've got that connection and that dopamine, like, because he probably, hopefully, to God, hopefully, if you're having sex with someone, you're getting an orgasm. And that dopamine and and all those chemicals come out of your brain. You are going to constantly compare whoever you're trying to date for a serious relationship to this guy who's just leading you on. Yeah. And, like, 
that and of course you're going to be biased like you only had sex with one of them now that doesn't mean that i think that she should just have sex with everybody in the house like <laughs> well no that i was literally about to say so so what we're saying is have sex with both of them and then <laughs> have sex with all 16 of the guys that and way then, no but seriously on the same playing field like you're gonna have to be fair like if you're gonna date multiple men at one time like, I wouldn't say no. any more than three because that's hard to juggle. Um, <laughs> but, like, be fair and give them all a whirl. And then, like, you know. Fair. I'm kidding. I'm this kidding. This homeless dick then got her. It's got her all jumping. It's, it's the homeless dick. It's the homeless dick saying she's just she's just sinking all up <laughs> in that shit. She don't care about sheets. She don't care about a bed. <laughs> she just cares about the dick. Apparently, it was pretty good. Narcissistic dick is typically very good. Amazing, I guess. <laughs> Mom, don't listen to this episode. Like, please don't. <laughs> please. Um, so, uh, it goes to the guys in the parlor. Um, Lincoln is continuing to say that he just wants them super light and casual. Um, but he wants to be able to go days on end without talking to her. And I'm like, listen, you just need to go, sir. She's trying to get married. You just need to go. Just go ahead and see yourself out. Whatever. Yeah. So, farewell ball happens. She was being dumb as fuck. The two, she didn't even put Lincoln on the fucking card. She put Miles and Judge. Mm-hmm. And she sent Miles home. Which, like, sure, he needs to go home. Yeah. Like, I, I get it. But, like, you, you're not even making Lincoln sweat. Like, baby girl. And then, oh, my God. What made me I so know. angry after all this. Lincoln snuck into her fucking room again after the farewell ball. And he was like, you know, I just want to give us time, you know, like, let's figure this out. AKA, let's fuck. Again. Raggedy. And if I were the guys, I'd be going home now. Like, at this point, you know, like, like I'm done. Like, even, even with Danny B, like, Danny B's been growing on me, and if I were him, I'd be like, screw this. Like, you're going to have your dad hit me with these hard questions. You're going to, you're going to hit me with, oh, do I want to be married at the end of this? I I hate to be this because I, but maybe if you would have given them all a whirl, I wouldn't feel like this. But how the hell is a man going to look at you and be like, yeah, I want that to be my wife. She had sex with this other guy multiple times while we were uh, dating. And that's who I want to yeah. be. my. Wife. Like, these are men. These are, these are men. Let's, let's see it for what it is. If they piss on you, they have some type of claim on you. And I'm not saying like they have my you get what I'm saying. Like they mm-hmm. put their wee wee inside of you. Like, hello. They've got a they they're like now like this is mine. She I peed awesome. on it. You know, that homeless dick must have been good because she Yeah. And if you think that those other men aren't gonna smell that all over you, you got some you got you got a whole world to learn about, babe. Like they can see it in the eyes you make in the googly eyes. And I just can't stand her. She just seems so fake. So, anyways, I'm I'm over this. We'll continue to talk about it, but like I don't I don't even know if next episode that I want to even get it that deep into it. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it's it's not gonna be that much other than disappointment. So the next, so we watched Summer House this week. Honestly, there's not too much to say about Summer House, um, other than Alex decided to join the, the show. <laughs> This past uh, re- in this reunion, so mm-hmm. I'm just gonna kind of keep this brief because it's 
it was very much so it wasn't like anything that we hadn't already talked about happened in the reunion um so first thing was first i could just pages her her body language the way that she was talking it and the it just seemed like Paige needs to figure out what type of avenue she's going down because it's not the right one. First of all, she she sluts James Lindsay. Not good. Mm-mm. Amanda Amanda tries to bring it back to we're not slut shaming you. We're just trying to make sure you're okay because you had a miscarriage. And they keep bringing this back to oh. Lindsay having a miscarriage and she just must be so... Like, this is her acting out because she had a miscarriage. I'm not sure where they've been ever since the first season of Summer House. Pretty much, if Lindsay's not in a relationship, Lindsay does exactly what she's doing this past summer. And Mm -hmm. Lindsay did acknowledge the fact that, hey, yeah, I had my miscarriage. And it was very, I found out that I was pregnant. And my entire life flashed before my eyes. And when I had my miscarriage, I was like, my summer could have been completely different, completely different. So I'm going to live it up and, you know, let her be either way. Paige needs to figure out what Avenue she's going down because one, the way that she acted at the reunion was that she was greater than thou. And she's honestly before our eyes turning into the next Hannah burner. Her body language was so off. And Lindsay has this, great talent where she can be absolutely crazy during the season but when you come at her in the reunion she's acting like she's the most level-headed out of all of them sierra was very um like she's just stupid like i'm sorry (laughs) after after you did what you did with austin kroll she's so she's the one that looks stupid because she actually thought that there was a chance of a relationship with this man and Lindsay just wanted to fuck like, mm-hmm. that's why I'm like, I really don't care about Lindsay. What I care about is Sierra's taste in men. And yeah. she, it just, she looks stupid. So pretty much the entire reunion was, let's slut shame Lindsay. Sierra should, is the one in the right because Lindsay did X, Y, and Z with Austin right in front of her face. Even though, even though in uh, wherever, Vermont, Sierra did the same exact thing to Lindsay. And Sierra was like, oh, well, I said that if they if they needed to figure out what they wanted to figure out, they should. No, you said that to Austin Kroll. That's mm-hmm. who you said that to. You didn't say that to Lindsay. Mm-hmm. So, honestly, the reunion was just trash. And I'm, I've always been a page stand, but after this reunion, I, I don't know where I stand with her. I And... You know, Carl was coming to Lindsay's defense and everybody was like, let's take off the boyfriend hat. Like, no, they were best friends before, even if he mm-hmm. wasn't her boyfriend. I'm pretty sure he'd be saying the same thing. And not only that, but Luke came to Lindsay's defense and called out Paige multiple times because Paige was like, oh, you're sitting there dating two different people, Austin. And then you have this guy come in and now you're into this guy. And Luke was like, it's almost like you were making out with Andrea to make somebody else jealous. So you were mm-hmm, using mm-hmm. people too. So what's your, what? And she's like, I didn't sleep with Andrea over the summer. And I was like, baby, but you, but you slept with him. And then you continued to lead Andrea on too. Mm-hmm. So you're being yeah, a hypocrite. Sad boy. Yeah. It was all trash to me. All of it was okay. trash. 
it was trash. And for Kyle to sit there and not come to his friend Lindsay's defense, too, I, I, I just, like, telling Coral to take off his boyfriend hat, like, dude, you would be doing the same exact thing if somebody was coming for your wife. So. Yeah. Especially, like, especially it's not like she was wrong. She was right. Yeah. Lindsay can do whatever she wants. She's single. Um, you should be mad and you should only be mad at Austin because he's the only one that owes you anything. He's the problem. He's like, the problem. This had not, him not wanting you had nothing to do with Lindsay. Like, he still wouldn't have actually wanted you regardless. Yeah. And if he didn't do that with Lindsay, he would have just used you and hurt your heart even more. Like, it would have just been. somebody else. Yeah, honestly, he probably would have found somebody else at the party. Okay, plenty of girls come to those little pool parties. Like, it had, it wasn't just Lindsay. Mm-hmm. So, it was, it was trash, in my opinion, but whatever. Trash. <laughs> you see what I did there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so, let's dive into Atlanta, because that was, that was amazing. Amazing. So... Um, so we start out at Sonia's house. Uh, girl, there are nine people in the house. I didn't yeah. know she had nine people. So it's her, her husband, their son Deuce, her parents, so that's five, and then her, her sister, sister and her sister's husband, they're two kids. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking people. So, yeah, but the house is huge, so yeah, but st- nine people is still crazy. Um, they're arguing about patties, you know, as families do just argue about whatever. Um, it clearly they're not used to all being in the same house, but like, mm. they're fine. It's just like normal, like, you know, family, a little like arguing, but that's just fucking crazy. Nine people in one house. Um, but it goes over to Sheree's house. Uh, Kenya comes over and, Sheree just wants to show her her basement. Oh, yeah. It, but she, <laughs> did we watch that episode where Kenya, like, they were at a party of Sheree's when she was showing off her, yeah, chateau. And yeah, Kenya yeah. just went she right downstairs. Down <laughs> and it wasn't finished. Yeah. She's so funny. Yeah. So Sheree was excited to show her this basement. She said, baby, it's finished. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, so they're downstairs, you know, talking. Sheree is telling Kenya that she just seems a lot happier now and she likes her a lot better now. I like how she said, I almost love you, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Well, they've um, always kind of been rocky. But yeah. um, when Kenya told Sheree that, like, <laughs> that Drew and Sheree share an assistant. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, like, Drew is really gunning for it. Like, if I were Drew, I would be um, maybe not going for Sheree. Yeah. I would be going for, like, Candy, maybe. Mm-hmm. Because Candy, I, she, like, she doesn't really, Candy doesn't yeah, really somebody scream. Like, somebody kind of on their way out, maybe. Well, Candy. So, mm-hmm. but to go for Sheree... I, that's not a good idea. And the only reason that I say that is because who gonna check me, boo? Yeah. Yeah. She's... Like, Drew just... She doesn't make smart decisions, but we knew that. She's made that very girl. clear. <laughs> she did make that very clear. And kind of to cut this short so we don't, you know, 
waste every like have people listening to us too long. We're not like a Joe Rogan podcast. Shouts out. <laughs> but when that man went out to meet the guys uh-huh. at uh, Todd and Candy's uh, restaurant, Blaze. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was sitting there, like, his story keeps changing, and it keeps changing about all Girl. this stuff. And even the guys were like, dude, what they the hell up. are you doing? I had no idea what the fuck he was talking about. And he's like, you know, I just said, you know, I'm a guy. And they're like, what, what does that mean? <laughs> like, yeah. so you can't say I'm a guy is a good a good thing to say or, like, a good excuse. Because, like, even the guys didn't know what the fuck you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, and and... He just keeps, like, twisting and turning it. And Drew said that she felt like he puts her in a, um, in tumble dry. Like, uh-huh. and when they made her look up what gaslighting meant, I was like, <laughs> thank God. Because this guy, <sighs> he is a maniac. And he'd just be saying shit. Like, when it was showing flashbacks and she confronted him, you know, about, uh, I think when he, you know, like, went out of town for a couple days but didn't tell her. And he's like, you just don't understand how men work, especially black men. I'm sitting here like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? Yeah, what do you mean? What What the fuck does that mean? What the fuck is that supposed to mean? Supposed to let you cheat on me because you're a black man? Because black men work different? Like, honestly, that's, that's disrespecting a large population of men. That do he not is, cheat on their wives. Death like king. And for and him then, to be writing a book about how to be a stepfather. Girl. And to be cheating be on a woman. Extension. This man. This woman. Is yeah, so stupid. Sorry. Are you fine? And then he had the nerve to say that he resents her. She gotta get a fucking grip. <laughs> She needs to get out of here. She needs to... One thing that she needs to drop it with Drew is her fucking <laughs> husband. Girl, he gotta fucking go. He's gotta go. He, he has, has got to, to go. go. Um, and Marlo, this episode, she goes and she she's dressing her nephew up for homecoming. And when she said... Go get the Hermes belt. I was like, oh, Lord. The assistant said the Hermes. <laughs> I was like, these kids. Girl. They're never going to, like, I mean, they're never going to want to go back. If, they're, if, if their mom like does you. get out. But, like, I don't think that if she, I don't think they're going to want to go back if she does. No. No. Because didn't she? Okay. Because also another point, like, she, you know, she went and hung out with Candy um she went to candy's factory and she was talking to her about like you know it takes a village to raise kids and was like i thought it was funny um she's like you know like you just never had them over or anything you've never had us over for like a movie night or something candy was like when have you invited me (laughs) (laughs) and not only that but candy was the only person to like i think give the boys like money for something yeah or? she said that she said you're the only person that sent like you know like money for like graduations and mm-hmm. uh like different things and she well, was like you know and and so you gonna I, do that to the person the only person that's done something for your nephews like yeah like but that was but a kid is like when have you ever invited me <laughs> she I was like we're not some kind of friends <laughs> but um that was <clears throat> i thought that was funny um 
That is one thing about Candy, though. She will. She she's very um. She make she makes sense. She's got logic. She <laughs> makes know? valid points because yeah, she does. Like, oh, baby, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Um. Like if you want if you want Candy to hang out more with them, sure. But like, don't make it seem like it's Candy's fault. Like she should have been doing yeah. all this with them. And really, the <clears throat> the only thing that I can really think that stands out about the episode is when Todd is talking about him wanting to renovate his place in New Jersey where oh, he yeah. used to live with his ex-girlfriend or ex-wife. 20 years ago, yeah. And Candy's like, eh. first of all, you know, for a damn fact that that's all Candy's money. Why would she want to put her money to renovating a place that you used to live with your ex-girl in? Why would she do that? Because, I'm sorry, I know that Todd probably does, I mean, I'm sure he, he works, and, but it's still Candy's money. It's still Candy's businesses. Candy is one of the only housewives that has multiple businesses that are still up and running. And, like, Candy is a fantastic businesswoman. Yeah. She was, like, a part of that Broadway show. Or was, like, doing the marketing for it. They were talking about that, like, in that scene, too. She does. She does. That bitch works. She works. And she knows what she's doing. And that's why I think that Todd gets a lot of hate. It's because everybody sees how hard Candy grinds. And it's like, but what are you doing? You're just talking about all these projects that you want to waste her money on. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. Yeah. Yeah. Um. There wasn't that much to speak on about that. I mean, she was saying, like, at one point she did say that she didn't really want to, like, go to the condo because it was a space that he shared with an ex. And I thought it was funny what Todd said. Like, in his defense, it was really funny. He was like, I mean, she did plenty of, like, basically he was like, you know, she did plenty of, like, freaky stuff in her house when they met and he didn't have a problem with it. He was like, she didn't even flip the mattress over. (laughs) the mattress over and meanwhile on siesta key which deborah i mean i don't like but juliet got back with her ex who had like literally was hooking up with men with men oh god with women uh like the day after they broke up and she made him throw out his mattress and buy a new one just to break up with him the week after (laughs) that is it was so good oh my god that's psychotic i love it it was so good. Well, he has the money. He can buy whatever. While we're on psychotic behavior. <laughs> so the episode, like, it, like, kind of ends with. Okay. So Ralph, he decides to start going all out all of a sudden. Um, he says. Up bombing. He like, must have done something. Girl, that's what I wrote down. That's what I wrote down. It's like, he went all out because he fucking guilty. And he mm-hmm. knows it. He sent up, you know, like, all this, like, exquisite, like, date stuff. Like, he, he, like, he sent her a dress. He had one of the assistants come and, like, escort her, like, to this date. Um, and I thought it was funny. She was in the back of the car on the way to this date. And she's like, I just, I look like Beyonce. I'm like, Beyonce. Ding, 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 ding. Beyonce. 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 <laughs> Bitch, you look like Luther Vandross. 
<laughs> Beyonce, I'm so sorry. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Okay, y'all know what we're talking about, right? They better. Y'all, have, they, y'all better know what we're talking about. Flavor of Love. What was her name? Oh, God, what was her name? Deborah. Fuck, I... Oh, what was her name? I know. Um... Why are we why are we blanking? Let's look it up. Let's look it up. Okay. Flavor of love. She got they they did the bike bells every time she blinked. Ding ding. Ding ding. Fuck, what's her name? Oh but so good. New York. Beyonce? 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 Beyonce. 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 Bitch, you look like Luca Mandras. Was it Goldie? It it might have been. Girl that says she looks like Beyonce. Flavor of Beyonce. Season one, I think. Girl. Yeah, it was season one. Yeah. Remember that one girl who dooted her pants on the first night too? She had to go. That the girl that says that she looked like Beyonce cooked a raw chicken for Flav. Oh yeah. Girl. Too much. I think we will rewatch that. During COVID, right? Yeah. Good times. So good. It was so good. It was so much fun. New York. God, what a woman. I love her. She brought it. Oh, yeah. To not ten. Can you see I'm it? Can you find it? Like a, I'm looking at of uh, the cast from season one, and where are they now? Um... Let me see. What's her fucking name? That's not her. That's not her. That's not her. Where is she? Who the fuck is that? Girl, let me get out of here. Did they have the old photos? Her name is Hottie. Ah, there it is. Good old Hottie. Beyonce? 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 (laughs) Bitch, you look like Luther Vandross. (laughs) Don't read, cause she looks just like her. <laughs> Deborah, tell the people what what my you put my face in that. Who do you look like as a celebrity? Oh my <laughs> god, who the fuck did it say you looked like? I don't Go know, with- but you send it to me time to time. Girl, it, it said you looked like. Holy shit, where's my phone? Holy. It wasn't Samuel L. Jackson, was it? No, it was um. God, who was it? Um, shit, I can't remember nobody's name. Oh, I'm sitting here looking for my phone. <laughs> it's right. I'm I'm right here. Staring into my phone. I'm right here. Right here. Girl, let me see. Deborah will send this to me every now and then, just out of the blue. Just to just a reminder, we all need to need reminders to stay humble. I I look at mine too because it said I look like Martin Luther King. So. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't say that Hussle looked like. It said Hussle looked like um, not Seth Rogen. Um. Oh, the Adam. What's his name from the Lonely Island, right? No, 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 no. Um, Chunky Boy. Uh, that was on. Uh, not, not. Not super. Was it super? Bad? Not no, Jonah, super bad. right? Yes. It's Jonah. Like Jonah Hill. Oh my god. I said twins. <laughs> twins. <laughs> that thing had to be like goofy. Like that must have been a goofy one, right? 
I mean, all of ours were goofy, right? Yeah, all of ours were straight <laughs> goofy. Oh my god. See? Who was it? Who was I? It said you looked like Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> it said this is Blade in the flesh. <laughs> Honestly, honestly, though, like, personality, yes. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, looks, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Wasn't he also on the Marvel? Isn't he also in the Marvel movies? I don't know, girl. That's a question for Jasmine. Maybe that. Maybe that's Samuel L. Jackson. I think no, that is. he is, but like I don't, I don't, I don't think. No, that's I think it's Samuel L. Jackson on the Marvel. Yeah, movies. he was um one of the generals or you know. Let me yeah, stop. yeah. I don't know who he was in there. <laughs> Catch every time I think about the Marvel movies now, I just think about the hand with the jewels. Catch those uh, jewels, Thanos. Thanos. <laughs> yeah, like all my, all my guy friends that start talking about it, I'm like, yeah, I haven't seen the one where the with the hand and the jewels. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, you know, the bedazzled hand. Yes. You know, you know, you got it. And they're like, oh, Thanos. There it is. There it is. One of these days, I'm going to just sit down and I'm going to watch all of the Marvel movies. I I know I can find it on the Google, the timeline of all the movies. I'm just going to sit down and I'm going to watch all of them. But I will tell you, um, I really like... The Black Widow movie. I really, really like that. Mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson is a bad bitch. A baddie? Yes. And I really like the fact that she's married to Colin Jost. I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, shit. Okay, we got so off track. Um, oh, so we were talking about Drew and Ralph. No, you're fine. It's both of us. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Drew's all the way to date. Uh, he set up like a date on a rooftop at his tailor's uh, showroom, I think. Girl, I and she was kind of confused. Um, but, you know, like they had like a really fancy dinner and he just started talking about like basically how he was going to start doing better, but like not actually apologizing or addressing anything yeah. that he actually did. And when she started trying to bring it up, he got really confused. Like, you could see his face. Like, he got upset. He really thought all this glitz and glam was just going to cover up this assistant issue. Um, yeah. And he really told her, he like, listen, just just don't bring it up. Just let's just have a good night. Um, and she's like, well, why is me, you know, like talking about my feelings? Why is that equal to us having a bad night? And he had the audacity, you know, like they're arguing. He had the audacity to say, I'm going to set up some with Dr. Ken on how to speak to men. Because you don't know how to speak to men. And, like, at that point, like, you got to respect yourself, girl. You got to get the fuck out of here. I don't know what type of alpha male shit that he's on, but you got to go. I don't even know if it's, like, alpha male or if it's, if it's legitimately, like, he is such a manipulative creature and like but this is like well no and i was about to say this is like tactics that some like men and women do but typically controlling like i can do no wrong type of people in relationships um always look out for one if you never receive roses 
and you call them out on something that you know could potentially with anybody else possibly end a relationship if they then try to overdo like gifts and dinners like he's doing with Drew. Um. Red flag. And then there is another tactic pretty much where they'll give you all of these things and then they'll say, well, you know what? You don't even appreciate them, so I'm never doing this again for you. Which is everything that he did. So that's another tactic. That's another tactic of manipulation. You bring up something that you feel is worth us figuring out again, and I'll never treat you right again. That's what he's saying. Mm -hmm. I'll never treat you how you're supposed to be treated all the time. Punishing her for holding him accountable. Yeah. Literally. And like, uh, so at one point she says something about maniac. She said that her doctor or therapist or whoever, somebody said that he had maniac tendencies, which is a wild thing to say. No. (laughs) Really? He started... He started saying, he's like, how could I be a maniac? I'm so successful. Like, have you seen all these degrees on my wall? How the fuck could I be a maniac? And I'm saying, what the fuck does that have to do with being a maniac? What are you talking about? What are you talking just, about? He really just be fucking talking. There, there are doctors. There are doctors. People who literally perform surgery on people who still just murder because they can. Everybody's, everybody's listening to the podcast, Dr. Death. There are maniacs out there that ha- have higher degrees than you, sir. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? He just, he really just be fucking talking. His logic is off. Like, there's no fucking correlation between this. He is just talking. Girl, he's, he's toxic as fuck. She gotta get the fuck out of there. She leaves, starts crying, comes back. Baby, why are you coming back? Just go home. Like, <laughs> it's, it's too much. She already knows she'll be. She already knows she'll be uh, surveillanced if she goes home. Girl, it was it was awful. It was too fucking much. And like like you said, the whole manipulation thing about saying that you know like they don't deserve nice things. He basically said that's like this is what I get for trying to do some nice for you. Like I just don't need to do stuff like this again. He's yep. psychotic. He is manipulative as fuck. She has to get out of there. But I think she likes me. I think she likes it so. I don't know. I don't know. She's got got a lot of things wrong with her. The way that she lets men treat her. You know, that that tissue that's going up her abdomen. I don't (laughs) even know. (laughs) She can't drop it. She's having a hard time. She's having a hard time. But, you know. So, next week, I think that what we're going to do is we're definitely going to talk about Beverly Hills. That came out this week. Um... Really wasn't much to say on the first episode that we haven't, that everybody hasn't been alluded to um, over the off time of Beverly Hills, but we're excited to get into that season. I think we're just going to kind of pan over the courtship for the rest of the time now. Yeah. Um, Because it's just getting to be very annoying. And there's just so many toxic men on our television screens that (laughs) I am very happy to not have to deal with that kind of stuff. So that's, you know what, that's what I'm happy to whine about. I might be whining a little bit because I am single and I'm (laughs) in my mid twenties, 
But damn, am I happy to not have to deal with these toxic ass men. Okay, because that shit ain't worth it. It ain't even worth it. So oh, that shit will work against your Botox. Uh, right? And I spent money <laughs> on this shit. So <laughs> if I were to re-weight re- my wine, um, I would say that it still sucks. And I only have one glass of it. Oh. <laughs> Let me taste mine. I would say it's still good. Um, it's still like, you know, like an eight. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, y'all. Well, Katie, you got anything to say? I don't, other than tune in next week. Chug that fucking wine. Yeah, get ready Fine. to chat about Atlanta and Beverly Hills. Talk just, just a smidge of shit about courtship. Yeah, just a smidge of shit. If you got a guy that has a mullet that has a great personality and a nice butt, send him my way. Hey. Yeah, I don't mind that. <laughs> I don't mind that. All right. <laughs> I'm good. Okay. All right. Chug that one. Tee. All right. Bye. Bye.